Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Walk. I'm excited. Um, it's December. It's officially December. And I had promised to make an episode um, probably every day of December. So we'll just see how it goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited. I don't know if it's because it's December. I'm thinking about Christmas time. I don't know. Um, but yesterday I was reflecting on how beautiful it is that God has been faithful to protect you and I from the beginning of the year and we're still standing now and I know you know the whole pandemic and everything we've lost people along the way but just take a moment to to just I don't know it's either reflect look back and see how God was faithful then throughout look back through the year and look for God's greatness. Look for his hand, how he took care of you, how he provided, how he promised you something. And, and he fulfilled his promise, how you saw scripture right in front of you, how the word of God was alive in you. And yeah, I, I, I'm honestly humbled by it. I am grateful for it. I'm grateful for God and who he is. And I just pray you know that today for this episode we get changed we get excited and transformed about who god is and what it is he's doing in our life and it's all that's what it's all about right and here on real walk we grow and we not only grow so we become better and walk just like jesus but we want to help others and other people around us do the same and that's why I created this podcast. I love deep conversations. I like, you know, it's like I, I sit through and read a scripture and I can just build a whole sermon out of it. So that's what I like. And I just would like to have people to just nitpick at my brain a little bit so you can hear. Um, yeah, this is some of the conversations I have when I'm having devotion time. And it, it's, it's, it's amazing. To be in the presence of God, to, to be in fellowship and to sit and let the Holy Spirit just give you revelation and make you understand things better. And that's what I pray right now happens for you. And to start off December, our first um, topic going on is going in is <laughs> looking at God's plan. What what was God's plan from the beginning and I thought it was it was it was awesome to, to begin there I'm not gonna shoot my own horn but because I was like I don't know how to do this how are we gonna set up this whole December I've seen vlogmas I do watch youtubers I've seen vlogmas but I'm like I don't want to do I want to do something like that but a little um podcast every day we're talking about God and what he's doing in our life and we are reflecting on basically just his intent because we do know he's coming back again there's a second coming of christ and i was like should i focus on the first coming um of christ but i just want us to just dive in in god's plan right because we get to see the book of revelation it tells us that he's coming again and it showed me that God loves us so much 
he loves his creation so much that even from the beginning when he created adam his intent was so man can dwell with him so friend that's what that's the question i want to ask you today are you with god are you dwelling in his presence do you love being in his presence and you know i always go back to the verse like i think if you look back at so many of my episodes i keep saying the same thing when god created adam it said adam in the garden of eden he walked with god day and night and i like to think about that the omnipresent god the one who's outside of time wants you to give your most precious gem resource i don't know what you want to call to him and our don't let the world confuse you and tell you money is the most expensive thing you own it's not your louboutin shoes <laughs> it's not that gucci bag girl it's not it's not, it's not, it's not the belt all right it's not the coat for for full for a coat okay it's not it's not all these things it's time time is one thing number one we are not promised we don't know when we get to leave this earth we don't know if we're gonna be here when god splits the skies open you see what i'm saying so time is the most expensive thing you own and that is if you realize it a lot of things contend for your time so god says spend time with me be in the same place as me but the devil also brings things to distract and take away your time because if you're not spending time with god you're spending time in the things of the world but what does the bible say do not be confirmed to the things of this world don't become like the rest of the world and if you have paid attention to the rest of i don't know the past year and a half two years there's been a lot going on and it's so easy to let it get inside of you and it's so easy to internalize all the the hatred and the anxiety and the depression and the way the world solves things that's how you begin to solve things but friend i don't want to solve things in vain i don't want to solve things out of a hurt place i want to solve things out of a place of confidence i want to solve things out of a place of authority the authority that christ has given me i don't want to fight battles with you know carnal weapons i want to use weapons that i know bring down walls all right so we it begins with time and god created us to spend time with him that is worship worship is not only singing a song worship is your dedication to god is how you behold him is how he becomes everything for you and it's how you can't you can go a day or even hours without thinking about him and sometimes we like to complicate things like okay so do i need to um go off and you know sit in a corner sit there and think about god you can just be in the middle of your work typing away at your paper or school or whatever because I'm, I'm in university so i'm gonna talk about that but writing my paper and i'm just like lord i thank you because i know my ability to still be sitting here still standing here even working in university and stuff like that like it's all you 
and I thank you and I glorify you and I adore you. And so, and I like how James 4 verse 8 says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. And that just shows you, right? When you give up time to something, you're worshiping it. And so God has to become the one, the one that you, I don't know how to explain it, but he has to be quite a wonder to you that you want to know more about him. And so we are intended to spend time with God. Now, how do we spend time with God? Like I said, taking time out of the day to say thank you. A quick prayer. Um, intentional separation of time to spend in his word and actually praying. I will not even begin to emphasize. See, even if you read through scripture, Jesus would tell the disciples, I'm off, I'm going to pray, right? If Jesus, the Savior, the Son of God, can take off time to go and pray, what does that say about us? I mean, and do not wait for a Sunday to begin prayer or open up your word. Don't listen. You have to get in the word until the word gets in you. You have to be a living, walking representative of the scriptures, right? I'm not saying memorize scripture. I'm saying they become a part of you that even when you speak in conversations, you're quoting scripture and you don't even know it, right? And so spend time with God. We are created to be in the presence of God. And I think about how in the beginning, right, when God wanted to do something, he showed up as a mighty gust of wind. He showed up and he spoke in a silent um, yet soft voice. And he would show up as a burning bush. He, he showed up and he spoke to Noah. He, he, he sent his angels. That just shows you God has always wanted to partner with man. And I love how you go to New Testament and Jesus Christ comes, right? And he is here to plant seeds he's here to to plant eternal seeds that cannot be uprooted by anything and he's here he's in the flesh with dwelling with man and then once christ goes we're not left to be our alone and figure out how to do this alone now he sends his holy spirit so what we see is in the beginning before jesus came god still showed up in the new testament right God the word Jesus Christ came down to be with man and at the same time the Holy Spirit now lives inside you the actual power of God lives inside you God has always wanted to dwell with us we are meant creation of God is meant to worship glorify his name he's we're meant to be in the presence of him and I just pray that you begin to realize how much God desires you, how much he wants to spend time with you. He wants to partner with you, your life plans, everything you want to do. He wants a piece of you. And it's a daily thing. In order for you to know someone and get close to someone, you spend time with them. You guys are intimate together, right? That's how it is. It's more, it, that's why religion, religion is not going to save you 
the most sobering um the most sobering scripture in revelation says depart from me i didn't know i don't know who you are how do you know someone you spend time with them you have to have relationship with christ you have to have relationship with god you have to have a, a, a separation where it's like i you are everything to me right and if you don't get to a place where um you desire the presence of god it's going to become difficult for you to go through certain things because i i've I've been there i've been in situations whereby things happen and i'm like where's god (laughs) i thought you were in control i thought you were protecting me i thought you're here with me but had i known see had i spent time with him i'm not saying this would have happened but just as an example would I have maybe heard him say, don't do that? Would I have maybe heard him say, don't go there? Would I have maybe heard him say, this is a different option, don't take that one? Would I have maybe heard him say, it's going to mess up, but trust me? And also, you get to see that even our responses when things happen to us, they change. You can only become like Christ by spending time with Christ. We know, we all know the quote, you are the company you keep. Now, if you're keeping the world your company, you reflect the world to the world. (laughs) So how different are you? Christian or not? Listen, you can carry the Christian name, but do you follow Christ? Do you look like him? Do you speak like him? Do your choices and the things that you do reflect him? Do your reactions and your emotions around certain situations show who you spend time with? And so, I love how Jeremiah chapter 2, 32 says, it reminds us that even a young woman, does a young woman forget her jewelry? Does a bride hide her wedding dress? Yet for years on end, my people have forgotten me. Friend, you don't want to live life. You don't want to do life without God. See, the misconception becomes when people assume, okay, now that I'm a Christian, Everything is about to be perfect. Everything's about to go well in my life. But the beautiful moments are actually the trials and the tribulations. Yeah. In the Bible, it says, count it all joy when you fall into trials and tribulations. And I always wondered, how do I become happy and help? Like, how does that please me when I'm in the middle of trial, trouble? Until something actually happened to me and for the first time this was my response i didn't cry i didn't break down this is what i said i legit with confidence said god the devil is trying to try me (laughs) things are trying to come at me right now but they messed with the wrong one (laughs) they messed with the wrong one i'm like i know you are my defender I know you are my protector. I know you fight for me. You go before me. You have a whole army surrounding me. So I'm not even stressed. Like, show them who you are. Show them who you are. That's what I used to say. But now I've actually changed how I said that. How I say it. And how I respond to situations like that. In the middle of my pain. And in the middle of suffering. 
Because even Ecclesiastes reminds us, there is a time for everything. Just like the world and the seasons change, this fall, this winter, summer, spring, you go through seasons as well. You go through seasons where it's like, why can't I shake this off? It's like, and I like to call them the pruning seasons. I'm evaluating a lot of things. I'm reflecting on a lot of my choices. I'm, I'm thinking through how I've been living my life. And I like to say, if you, if there are certain things in your perspectives in your life that are not being challenged, you're not growing. Because see, then you're stuck in the same mentality and the same way of doing things that you're not growing. And what I love so much about me in the middle of pain, and instead of saying, God, you're going to show them who you are. I'm saying, Lord, I want to see you in a different way. I get to see, oh, I knew what peace was. Okay, cool. But now I'm learning there's something called supernatural peace. See, a peace where things around you can be crumbling. But you're just silent. You're not complaining. You're not even crying. You're just waiting. You know, you can have supernatural joy. You know, here's the thing that, that I'm so excited about coming to the new year. It's like... I have learned that the natural only responds to the supernatural first. So what I want is the supernatural. You can have peace, but I want supernatural peace. See, there is um, joy, but I want supernatural joy, right? And I want the abundance that God has for me. Because he knows me better than I know myself. And so, you know, there was a whole controversy. Um, I won't say about who. And because the quote was, when you spend time with God, it reveals more of who you are. Right? And, um, yeah, it reveals who you really are. And personally... I will not completely say the quote was wrong because who I really am and I'm made to be is in the image of Christ, right? And I'm supposed to become more like Christ. That's who I really am. See, the person who goes along with what everybody's saying, the person who does whatever they want to do, that's not who I really am. That's me being controlled. It's like being a puppet. The real me God said when he wanted to make man, he said, let's make man in our image. So the real me is the one like God. Not the selfish me. Not things that God disagrees with. That's not the real me. But I, I, uh, I do agree with what other people are saying. He's wrong to say that because we are not supposed to follow the flesh. We're not supposed to give in to our own desires so when it's like when you say i become more like myself when i spend time with god it seems as though it's an encouragement of indulging in i don't know self-development but what i'm trying to say is the more you spend time with god you become more like him the more creation was made to mirror christ creation was made with the fingerprint of Christ with the fingerprint of God and if we do not give 
time to learning who God is, you won't know the potential you have. You won't know, right, what the promises God has. And I love this verse. I recently found it. I I can't remember where it's at, but God was basically saying, come to me. He's like, you'll wander and you'll look all around, looking for things to satisfy you, looking for things to give you answers. But eventually, you'll come to me because I'm the one who holds all the answers. I'm the one who will reveal to you mysteries, the questions that you have. I'll reveal to you who you are and where you're going. And I started to think, the fear behind me finding out who I am is because the devil doesn't want me to know right that's where the problem becomes because i used to have a problem with surrender when i think about surrender i'll be like but then if i surrender then what do i have nothing if i give up everything what do i have nothing and i think that's what god wants if we give up everything if we lay everything down we cannot be controlled by the world do you get what i'm saying if all you have is god And I love God so much because he is not contained to one object. So which means even if people come and destroy that object, you know, people can um, try and, I don't know, um, do funny things, even on social media to like images of Christ and stuff like that. This is this is what I say. My God is not in that image. I serve an invisible God. I serve a God that is both invisible, but just because you can't see him doesn't mean he's not there. You see? Because we don't see the wind, but we still see its impact. See, that's like how God is. You can see when he's done something. And I love it because the more I get, the more I go through hard times, the more I get to see god and i don't want to make it seem like i i like suffering but it gives god the opportunity to show himself and the more he shows himself and the more you spend time with him even times of suffering are not just suffering are not suffering to you they just become like to the rest of the world it's like oh they're going through a hard time but internally See, the one who's in me is stronger than the one who's in the world. So the one who's filling me up, the one who's speaking words of encouragement in me, the one who's filling me with life, I become more like him. Which means the way I handle things is different. Which means, and if you live a surrendered life, which means if people come to you and they tell you, deny him, Deny your, your religion, deny Christ, deny God, deny your, your faith in him. You're like, you might as well just take me out now. Because my life is not tied to my bank account. My life is not tied to what I own, what I have, or my possessions. Because I didn't even get them at my own merit either. These are all blessings from God. He's blessed me. That's how it is. And so, when you spend time with God, you get to see the world differently. And I would encourage that 
as it's December, you know, and everybody likes to focus on Christmas and you get to see what it's really about. That's why I wanted to do this every day. Christmas isn't just about the presents and the traditions and the festivities, like all those are cute and all, but it's about the one who came. It's about how God, in his majestic way, came in the flesh to dwell among men. In, and my favorite part is, I won't spoil it. Nope, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one for another episode. But God came here on earth for you and me and to make a way that was honestly easier i'm telling you if we were still living like the old testament it would be i'm sure <laughs> people would be dropping everywhere okay because but you but god himself came down And the Son of God walked among men. And my favorite thing about the disciples is I get to see that don't ever get comfortable. That's why that's why in Revelation it says the parable I never know if it's in Revelation, but the parable about the the virgins and the lamp. Don't let your lamp run out of oil because all we know is jesus christ is coming god is coming back again soon when is soon i don't know um but it could be any time it could be before i even release this so we don't know but you never let your the oil in your lamp go out and the things that encourage the lamp oil in your lamp to go out number one is being comfortable don't ever get comfortable with thinking I can do this on my own without God's help. Don't ever get comfortable with thinking I know everything there is to know about God so I don't need to learn anymore. Because personally, I don't want to be in a place where those are the, here's the thing, comfortability makes you, pulls you away. It pulls you away from dependency on him. But how do you trust and have faith in someone when you don't depend on them? So what I would say is spend time with God. Even if it's just as... Listen, people say, well, there's nothing wrong going on in my life. There's nothing bad going on in my life either. There's nothing good going on in my life either. It's just I'm living. Exactly. Tell God, thank you. Thank you that I'm in a season of waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. And I just give you praise that you are so great. I give you praise because I'm breathing because of you. You are the breath of life. You are everything I need. You are Jira. You are my provider. You are my healer. You are my everything. And this roof 
has not come down on me right now because your hand is over me. Right? There's always a reason to praise God. Whether nothing is going on, whether something is going on, he's deserving of spending time with him, praising him, uplifting his holy name. And so I'm just going to pray right now over you that the Holy Spirit, and if you've never been baptized by the Holy Spirit, I'm just praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be over you. For God to come in like fire, like wind over your life. For him to fill you with that fire where you want and make the intentional choices to be with him. Where you desire his presence, that he in his presence becomes all around you. It becomes a part of who you are. That before, just like you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you thirst and hunger for God. Like just like for every meal of the day. That you get in the word and the word becomes you. That you you become so intimate with God. That he's all that you want. He's the re- He becomes the reason why you're even here. And I pray that as we wrap up this year and as we're going into a new year and as you make intentional steps to spending time with god he begins to launch you and reveal the plans he has for you and show you the ministries he wants you to work in and he begins to fill you so you can go about doing good works you can go about doing greater things far greater things than even christ did on this earth that you begin to walk in his authority that you begin to walk in his power that you won't let life happen to you but you stand on the authority that christ has in your life and you like he said that he's able to speak to the fig tree and it it it, it, it shriveled up you will be able to speak to mountains in your life and cast them to the sea that you'll be able to take down Goliaths because you know whose army is on your side and who fights for you. And I pray that God becomes everything you ever want. That you begin to desire to be where he is. Because as your creator, he's created you to be in his presence day and night. So friend, I am so glad you tuned in and, you know, like I I don't usually get to hear people's responses um, when they do listen to my podcast, but we've been at this for a year now and I get so excited when I see every one of you and when I see a listener tuning in and you know i'm not asking for offering or anything like that but what i would like to ask you and pray that you do is that you share we're not we're not fully professional beautiful looking with background music again fancy intros but i told myself if i keep waiting for perfect i'm never going to start and so yeah if whatever stream you're listening to if you're able to share if you're able to like if you're able to even comment i would very much appreciate it um 
that's all actually all that i would even ask out of you but yeah i just pray that you stay blessed um and you stay hungry for god because he's everywhere and he's coming again and this time this time it's gonna be good <laughs> so have a great day and until the next one tomorrow au revoir